again one more time. That he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Tonight I minister to you on Jesus the miracle worker. If you are clapping, you clap. In the month of November, God is going to express himself in diverse ways that some of us have never seen him before. It will be a month that miracles will be common amongst the children of God. Miracle is the proof that God is around. When God is around and he is active, he shows himself in the form of miracles. And tonight I speak into your life, you will receive that miracle before you live here. I said you will receive that miracle before you live here. He said thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power. It means that it takes the power of God for you to enter into a certain realm of prosperity. Tonight you will receive that power. I said tonight you will receive that power. There is power to overcome demons. There is power to overcome sickness. And there is power to overcome poverty, lack, and want. Tonight, God is going to give unto you the power to make wealth. I speak into your life. Anybody that came here with faith enough to go with a miracle, you will receive a miracle that will change your life for the better. I declare the power to make wealth over you. I declare the power to make wealth over your business, over your hands, over your family, over your destiny. Somebody shout, I receive it. Many times people are afraid and shy to talk about the blessing of God. But God has promised to bless his people. And the word of the Lord is sure. Yesterday I told those who came that faith takes ownership of things before it takes possession. So though you don't have it in your hands, by faith you take ownership of it. Faith is to have a strong conviction that something is true. So I'm telling you tonight that God is giving you the power to make wealth in the name of Jesus. If you have faith, receive it right now. If you have faith, receive it right now. If you have faith, manifest it right now. In the name of Jesus. One of the miracles we see in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is the miracle of provisions. There have been from Genesis, from Genesis, from the time God created the well, he created a garden and he put a man there. He provided a man. He said, 
stay in this garden, dress it and keep it. There was a provision of somebody to maintain the garden. When he created man, he saw that it was not good for man to be alone. And God showed himself as a provider again. I am too convinced tonight that whatever you are lacking in your life, by divine authority, according to the word of the Lord, if you want to take it tonight, if you want to receive it tonight, if you want to enter into that provision tonight, enter into it in the name of Jesus. I speak into your life. The Lord will provide that which you need. That which you need will not become a lack and want again. I declare upon your life, receive a miracle of a breakthrough in that area of your life. Somebody shout, I receive it by force. Not to tempt myself to preach for a long time. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 23. Now, this, I give you a background of the story. David had run away from the palace because King Saul was looking for him to kill. I declare upon your life, any attempt of your enemy to kill you, it will fail. I can't feel you. I said it will fail. Any attempt of the enemy to extinguish you from the land of the living, it will fail. It will fail. Their plans will be exposed. Their plans will be exposed. In the mighty name of Jesus. God, God gave David a Jonathan. May the Lord give you your Jonathan. In the camp of your enemy, the Lord will give you your Jonathan. From now to 31st December, the Lord is providing somebody your Jonathan. The enemy you fear so much. After tonight, the Lord will give you a Jonathan from his camp. Somebody shout, I receive it. So David had run away and he was escaping. He landed in another king's palace. And when he got there, he pretended as though he was mad. But you see, in that palace, not knowing there was a servant of Saul that was there. His name is Dweck, D-O-E-G. And he saw David going to see the high priest, um, Abimelech. And, and Abimelech, he went to ask him for food. And Abimelech said, I have bread, living bread, unliving bread, if only your men have kept themselves from women. Sometimes the reason why God is not able to provide for you is because you have defied yourself and the kind of provision that is available for any man is that man who has kept himself at least from darkness, from sin and from iniquity. But thank God we have an advocate. I declare upon your life any sin that is denying you divine provision, let the blood of Jesus handle it tonight. Your amen is not strong. Let the blood of Jesus handle it tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Abimelech gave it to him and gave him the sword that he used to kill Goliath. And this man saw it and he went to King Saul and told Saul, that I have seen David around and Abimelech was helping him. In fact, Abimelech gave him the sword that he used to cut off the head of Goliath. So Saul gave an order to Duak, 
that go and kill all the priests, kill their relatives, kill the look. I declare upon your life, ah, your hands are not lifted. Any declaration to hunt down your destiny today, we declare it to backfire, it to backfire, it to backfire. Any demonic declaration over your life, over your de destiny, over your business, over your family, over your marriage, over your children, we declare backfire. We declare it will backfire. It will not succeed, it will fail. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So, Duak gathered his people. And they went and slaughtered the, the, the priest, all the pastors and the prophet, their relatives. They took hold of everything, killed everybody. But somebody escaped. One of the sons of Abimelech called Abiata, he escaped. The sword of the wicked could not locate his life. Can I speak over your life? By as we end this three-day fast, I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost and the demonic sword looking for your destiny, it shall backfire in the name of Jesus. I said it shall backfire in the name of Jesus. It will backfire in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout backfire! Shout backfire! I thought you were clapping. The sword that killed your father will not kill you. The sword that killed your mother will not kill you. The sword that has killed the glory of men and women in your family. I declare as we end this three-day fast, as we, we end this waiting before the Lord, according to the power that worketh in us, I declare no sword of the wicked will locate your destiny now and forevermore. Somebody shout yes! No sword from your father's house will locate you. No wicked sword from your mother's house will locate you. No wicked sword from your workplace will locate you. Are you shouting a big amen? No wicked sword from amongst your friends will locate your life. No wicked sword from your hometown will locate your life. No wicked sword from occultic fraternity will locate your life. No wicked sword from witchcraft camp will locate your life. Somebody shout backfire! Shout backfire! In these last days of the year, I declare that any evil conspiracy against your life will stand on this authority, the authority of the word of God, the authority we saw in the world that caused Abiata to escape the wicked declaration of Saul. You will escape by the grace of God. You will enter into 2020. You will cross over with style. You will cross over with glory. You will cross over with prosperity. You will cross over with power. You will cross over with prosperity. You will cross over with power. Somebody shout, I will cross over. You will cross over. No demon will take you away. No situation will cross you down. 
I speak over your life. I don't know who I am speaking to tonight, but there is a holy anger in my spirit. I declare upon your life and the sword of the wicked looking for your destiny. It will take their own life away. It will take their own lives away. Somebody shout, Jesus. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So he escaped and Abiathar was also running away from the same sword that David ran away from. And when he met David and told David of the situation, David said, hey, I know your problem. The same person looking for you is the same person looking for me. But if you stay with me, you will be saved. I declare upon your life, may the Lord open your eyes. I said, may the Lord open your eyes to see the friend that is for you and the friend that is against you. Look at me. One of the wisdoms you need to know and have is to know who should be your friend. There are some people you associate yourself with, you will die. David said, you can look at the last verse of that, verse 22. You can see, but David told him, the man who is looking to kill you is also looking for me. But if you stay with me, you are safe. If you go, he will get you. Look, you need to know your worth. David knew who he was. He was carrying oil. He knew that the spirit of the Lord, the anointing of God was upon him and not upon Saul. But if you don't know, you don't know, but you need to know it tonight that there is an anointing upon your life. There are angels that guard you. There are protection around you. There is so much power around your life. I declare upon your life, the sword of the wicked will not locate you after tonight. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So he said, if you stay with me, are you there? Are you there? Abide thou with me. Fear not. For he that seeketh my life, seeketh, you see, you must know who is in your life. You must know who is your helper. You don't treat your helper as your colleague. Because Abiata needed to know who David was. And Abiata did not know who David was. And David had to tell. Sometimes you need to be bold in the Lord. And be able to stand in your place of power. And make certain declarations. When people walk out of your life. And they think that you will come down. You need to let them know. That he that is in you. Is greater than he that is in the world. The Lord is with you. Now and forevermore. He that blesses men is with you. He that protests is in is in you. He that surrounds is in you. He that breaks through for men is with you. Nobody can leave you and cause your destiny to be stranded. I may not, I may not be dwelling in palace, 
But hey, Abiata, you cannot joke with me. I carry an, an, an oil. You may not be driving the best of cars. You may not be living in the best of palaces. You may not be earning the best of salaries. But you need to know upon your life that there is an anointing. Oil has been poured upon you. Hands have been laid upon you. You are not an ordinary vessel. Somebody shout that fire. David said, you, you don't know who I am. If you abide with me, the one who is looking for you, he's powerful than you. He killed your father. He can kill you. But if you abide with me, I've been anointed. You will not die. I pray that your eyes will open to know the Davis in your life. Your amen is not strong. It is a divine wisdom to be able to identify your deficit in your life. The day Lot departed from Abraham, it was the beginning of his downfall in life. I declare upon your life, may the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you and help you to locate your deficit in your life. Somebody give the Lord a club offering in this house. So, I enter into what I wanted to do in the verse 23. In chapter 23. Chapter 23. So, what I did was just a warm-up. Are you here? I feel the anointing. Now, in the chapter 23, I'm going to show you why when we declare a fast, you should fast. Because there are seasons of operations in the physical and in the realms of the spirit. There is a particular time in the year that certain sicknesses show up. You don't get cholera in December, do you? There is a season. It's a message from divinity to humanity that in the realms of the spirit also, there are seasons that attacks prosper. Are you following me? I'm going to show you something. So that you, you, you can't stop praying. A prayerless man will have no miracle. Sunday, don't miss it. There's going to be powerful teaching on destiny and miracle destroyers. Things that destroy miracles. So in the realms of the spirit, there are seasons. Say seasons. So he said, as a man of God, you must be instant in season and out of season. So there are seasons. Seasons. And in these seasons, certain things prosper. So when we are doing a program, it's a season, maybe grace and oil. The seed you will sow in that season may yield more than any time you sow it apart from that time. Maybe flaming altars, maybe anniversary conference, maybe a worship time in a service. Because the supernatural is momentarily. Follow the teaching. You don't experience the supernatural habitually, it is momentarily, it's spontaneous. Within a swift, a twinkle of an eye, 
there will be an opening in the spirit. And if you are sensitive enough to plug into it, he said, at a certain time of the year, an angel stirs the waters. When the water is not stirred and you enter into it, it will not work. But when the water is stirred, whoever jumps into the water, no matter the disease in your body, the power in the water will overcome it. I declare upon your life, in this season, November, December, your harvest will not be destroyed. I said your harvest will not be destroyed. I said your harvest will not be destroyed. Give the Lord a clap offering in the house. chapter 23 the Bible said then they told David saying behold the Philistines fight against Kila and they rob the threshing floors how many of you have seen the word threshing floors in the Bible and how many of you don't understand it lift your hand don't be ashamed yeah every day you read it you don't know I will show you now in the history of Israel, there was a particular time that the Philistines attacked various towns in Israel. And they normally attacked Kabani Kushataya at the harvest time. They don't go in the sowing time. They attack at the harvest time. So you read the Bible. The Bible says, and the years that the cankerworm, the caterpillar, the locust, these destroyers don't show up at the sowing time. They show up at the harvest time. So at a certain time, the Philistines will just move, intimidate the people, take away their harvest, attack them, kill them, and then they go away. And when they leave, they Israelites come out and start all over again with nothing. Follow the teaching. Could it be the reason why you end the years with nothing? You plant, you see nothing. The Philistines come for it. But after tonight, this year, you will record the harvest, the highest harvest in your life. I didn't hear you. I said this year, you will record the highest harvest in your life. I said this year you record the highest harvest in your life. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So let's read the scriptures now. He said, then they told David saying, Behold, the Philistines fight against the killer and they rob the threshing floor. Yeah, that's how you explain the threshing. The threshing floor was the place where when they harvest the fruits and they are working on it and pulling out wine and all that. So when you enter the threshing floor, that is where you see the harvest of people. And the Philistines will come. They will not attack anywhere, but they come for what is on your dressing floor. I declare upon your life, as a couple, this year, the enemy will not come for the fruit of the womb. This year, as a businesswoman, you will not end the year with loss. 
I declare a massive profit margin from now to the end of the year. Somebody shout a big amen. Shout a big amen. In the name of Jesus. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and smite these Philistines? And the Lord said unto David, Go and smite the Philistines and save Caleb. Verse 3. And David's men said unto him, Jack, hey David, listen. Listen, we are in Judah. We know the sit up. You are moving us to another town. We will finish. Look, when God speaks to you, men can give you another information that, watch me, that will depress you. The action of a man can discourage you from believing God. You see, when David, David inquired of the Lord, hello, and God gave him an instruction, go! Go! You come to church. I preach. You are full of faith. You go home. And situations around you literally sap out the message you heard. This was what happened to David. You were in church. You were screaming, yeah, yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You were on fire. As you were stepping out, you bless you, have a great week. By the time you enter your house and you see the bills, and you remember Monday, you need to pay fees. <laughs> you are like, the bender. Were you not the one screaming in church? Were you not the one who was excited in church? And see, David, God said go. But the friends, the men he has raised as men of war, they said, hey, even in Judah, you, were, you have been hiding. How can we go to Keller? That is not your stronghold. Your stronghold is in Judah. What are you doing? What are we going to do? In you want to kill us. We are not ready to die. Go and listen to God again. And David went to God again. You have failed all this while because you've not gone back to God. When we say fast, you won't fast because you fasted in July. When we say come and pray, you will not come and pray because you think that you have prayed enough. Pastor, we prayed from 40 days, we fasted. From the, really? David went back to the Lord. You cannot live your prayer life and enjoy God. Anyone that becomes prayerless, you will miss out on the miracles of God. But tonight I came to blow a trumpet. A trumpet to take you back to your place of prayer. In the, look, there is nobody's faith that will work for you better than your own faith. If you don't build your faith, you cannot live on somebody's faith. Your faith will give you your own miracle. I declare upon your life, we are going back to prayer. Hold somebody's hand and say, we are going back to prayer. I can't feel you tonight. Tell the person, we are going back to prayer. 
in the name of Jesus. Then David inquired of the Lord yet again. And then, oh, pastor, I prayed it the last time. God did not pray it again. He said, you don't have because you have not asked. That is one requirement for a miracle. You don't have because you've not asked. You don't have because you've not asked. If you have prayed, you've not seen it. Pray it again. Pray it again. You are sleeping too much. You are complaining. Look, this is your time of harvest. This is the time that you must hear good news. Congratulations. Mr. Soso and so, congratulations. Mr. Soso and so, congratulations. Mr. Soso and so, congratulations. This is the time you are expecting to hear something good. If you don't go back to prayer, the Philistines will put fear in you. And that which belongs to you, you will leave it for them. But I came to speak to somebody. Whatever belongs to you this year, Though it is left with two months, though it is left with about 61 days, I stand in the name of the Lord and I declare your miracle will be delivered unto you. I said your miracle will be delivered unto you. Somebody shout, I receive it. Shout, I receive it. Come on, shout it into your spirit. I receive it. Now listen, let's go to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Quick, before we come back here. Quick, 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 quick. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. If you don't have faith, don't follow God. Listen to me. If you don't have faith, don't follow God. He will not have time for you. <laughs> God has, you don't go to the Jubilee house without a card. The security man will not mind you. You must have some, you must have a card. Be, there's a card be like that. <laughs> when you get to the security, they will ask for it. No matter how handsome, beautiful, urgent your case is, they will not open the gate until you have that card. If you don't have faith, there is no need following God because God will always test your faith. God is not a Father Christmas. God is a covenant keeping God. He will test your faith. So David, one of the signs of a living faith is a prayerful life. A prayerful life. So the Bible said, therefore, verse 4, verse 4, then David inquired of the Lord yet again, and the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go to Keller. God was not angry with him. When you don't have faith and you go back to God, God will not beat you up. Did I tell you to go? No, no, no. God repeated himself. Arise, you arise. I'm not going, you go. Hello? You can't have a miracle with a cross leg. You need to go. Pastor me, yes, you go. <laughs> Pastor me, yes, you go. Pastor me, I'm shy. You, you are shy. Your miracle will be shy of you. Arise, David, 
arise and go. The men who, was, who were going to fight for David had given up. But you see, it is not about the men who are with you. It's about the God who has spoken to you. <laughs> so, when we, we were a young, very, very young, so we are still young, and we like miracle our, those the miracle our three people will come. Two people, three. Two people, three. Five people, three. So I, I was even not coming for Friday meeting. Then one day in waiting on the mountain. And God said, when you descend from the mountain, start a meeting called Miracle Hour. And then I will show up. And people will have their miracles. When I came down, I didn't consider the history of the Friday meeting. I was full of faith because of what my God has spoken. I declare upon your life, may you not make moves in life because of what men have said to you, but you take steps in life because of what God has said to you. Somebody shout, I hear you. Shout, I hear you. And give the Lord a mighty clap offering. You don't do what everybody is doing until God has told you to do what everybody is doing. The fact that everybody is doing doesn't mean that when you try to work, everybody drives on the road. You, some people drive on the same road and they die. You need to know what you are about. Miracle hour did not start because I wanted. Because I was not coming for Friday because when I come, two people, three people, two people, there was nothing to pray for. And God said, when you descend on the mountain, I have given a grace to gather people for them to drink from my rivers. And from two, look at how many we are today. When God speaks to you, so David went back to God. I don't know how many times you go back to God. It's very difficult to go back to God. Yes or no? Now, God is an authority. It's like you've gone to your boss. Your boss says, ah, this is the new directive. No taxi enters this company again. Go tell the security man that no taxi. Then you come out. <laughs> you come out, you are going. And then the CEO's sister is coming with a taxi. <laughs> and then the security man is telling him, they said, or God said, no tax. You yourself, you are not a permanent staff. You are a temporary staff. And that is the sister of the CEO. It will be difficult for you to go back to the CEO. That is what is happening to you. You are not able to go back to God because you think that if you go back it means you don't have faith but look children that's why Jesus said if you enter this kingdom you must have the heart like a child you will tell the child uh, go and tell so and so this you go and you come back <laughs> daddy what did you say he's a child you should be able to go that is why God said about David he's a man he's a man after my own 
we are too old in the presence of God. Go back to God. Go back to God. One day God told me something and I was holding on to it and then the whole situation changed as though God has never spoken. As you come to a point in your life where you will feel ordinary. You will even feel, you will even doubt the existence of God. Hello, how many of you have come to that point? Some situations will sap away your spirituality. But then you are like, whether I pray or I don't pray, the thing will happen. <laughs> that is the voice of the enemy. Go back to God in prayer. Go back to God. So I went back to God in fasting. And at 1 a.m., he told me, don't worry, everything will be okay. That's what he said. Everything will be okay. And everything has been okay. So David went back to God. And God said, David, you arise and go. I'm not sending angels. You arise and go. If angels win this battle, the glory will not come to me. Because angels and human beings, they are in different class. But if another human being, a figurative like you, somebody who is running away from his boss, and yet you are able to face the might of these Philistines, they will say, yes, the Lord does not need many to win the battle. I'm here to declare to you, you may not need your masters to get that breakthrough. You may not need your PhD to get that breakthrough. You may not need to know that big man. All you need to know is what God has said to you. I speak into your life from tonight. Receive a life of miracles. You will receive miracles until you are fed up. Shout, I receive it. Shout, I receive it. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I feel the power of the Lord. Arise, go down to Keller, for I have delivered the Philistines into thy hands. Who are you afraid of? Goliath is coming down tonight. I said Goliath is coming down tonight. Are you alive or you are sleeping? I said Goliath is coming down tonight. If you don't deal your, with your Goliath, eh, they are, your, your marriage will not show up. Yes. It took David to kill Goliath to marry. Some people don't need to kill Goliath to marry. <laughs> Hello? David's brothers did not need to kill anybody to marry. They married. Did you hear of them? Hello? Did you hear of them? Did Some of you, you need to kill a Goliath to even get admission to university. Because, <laughs> because as for you, everybody can go to the university. They will amount to nothing. But you know, when they look at your family, if you manage to enter like this, they are in trouble. He said, David, rise up, go. I have delivered them into your hands. Verse 5. So David and his men went to Keller and fought with the Philistines. You need to, I'm not talking about that tonight. You need to develop skill, strength, 
wisdom because you have to fight. There is no lazy Christianity that yields any productivity. You have to learn how to fight. That's for me. I don't. I am a very peaceful person. Who is rowdy? Jesus said, I am for peace. But when I speak, they are for war. You fight, you win. You need to fight certain things in your life. You need to consciously fight it. Generational cases are not broken habitually. You have to be intentional. Nobody builds in your house. You need to gather money and go buy land. Intentional. Lay the foundation and build. In that process, some people will be buying cars. Don't go and buy cars because that is not your problem. Your problem is that your people had cars, but they never built. Concentrate. Intentionally raise a house to break that curse. So David, we have too many lazy people in church. Grace doesn't mean be lazy. Grace means work. Work more. Work more. Work more. Do more. Grace comes for us to do more. After he finished praying, God gave him an assignment. Go and fight. Tell somebody it's time to fight. If you need to handle a victory before the end of the year, get ready to war. Pray. Fight. You have the weapons. Prayer. Worship, praise, love, giving, the word of God, your tithe, your first food, seed. You have the weapons, but you don't want to fight. We don't want to fight. We have the weapons. You don't buy the weapons, you have them. We don't want to fight. Because when you are fighting, you are in a discomforted position. But God said, arise. Go, fight the Philistines. I have given them into your hands. The prophetic word came to you. I have given them into your hands. But between your victory and that prophetic word, God said, go and fight. You have to fight. And in the fight, for a moment, you may be down. But you remember the prophetic word. God said, they are in my hands. It means I cannot give up. I will arise and fight again. The righteous man shall fall seven times. I declare upon your life, receive the spirit of faith. Receive the spirit of strength. Receive the spirit of victory. Whatever you are fighting with, you shall win the battle. Somebody shout, I am a winner. Shout, I am a winner. Give the Lord a clap offering in the house. And he fought with the Philistines. I said, I won't preach. You see, I've preached 45 minutes. Give a clap to the grace of God. 
You don't know why I said you clap. Because I came to stand here without a message. What I'm preaching is divine inspiration, 100%. 100%. There is no note there. I'm preaching because you need it. And God is inspiring me. I can preach for three hours without notes. And that means that it's a critical message to you. If you can fight, you will win. If you can fight. The Bible said, and brought away their cattle. David never had cattle until he fought. You want a car, fight. You want to be blessed, fight. He never had a cattle, but after he fought, the Bible said he returned. They returned with cattle and smote them with great slaughter. So David saved the inhabitants of Kela. Can I speak over your life? Your miracle will never miss you. And you will never miss your miracle. Receive your miracle in the month of November. Every day of this month will bless you. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a precious clap offering. I remember a story. I don't know where it is, but look for Luke chapter 5. For me, and let me see. A net-breaking miracle. Please be fast for me. Eh? Work with me at the same frequency. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him, to hear the word of the Lord, he stood upon the lake of Genezareth, move on, move on, and, and saw two sheep standing by the lake. But fishermen, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's life. Uh, Simon, uh, Simon, when Jesus steps into your life, Olivia, Whatever wasn't working must work. It must work. And this man that Jesus stood in, in his boat became, he, he became the rock that became the leader of the church. Jesus left the church for. Look, men that receive Jesus into their lives, they become the leaders of their generation. I speak into your life, in your family. In your family, God will pick you as a Joseph and redefine the name of your family. In the name of Jesus, by faith receive it. And prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. I want to show you something there. We'll rise up and we'll begin to pray. We will make powerful declarations tonight. Powerful declarations. And they will happen into your life. They will, I don't care who you are. I, I don't care about your case. I'm not, I'm not here going to call you. Uh, Olivia, what is your problem? Lucy, what is your problem? Collins, what is your problem? Jifa, I'm not here for that. I am not a medical doctor or I am not a physician tonight. I am a spiritual physician sent to administer spiritual medicine upon you. The grace of the Lord will sort you out tonight. You will receive a miracle. Your health will be restored. Somebody shout, I receive it. On Sunday when I prayed for people and I declared that there was a lady here, you have already finished your menses. 
But because God wants to heal you of gynecological problem, you just finish your message like, who, who was here? Who heard it? Who heard it? And that in the next seven days, you are going to have your menses again. Don't be afraid. It is a healing. I was there on Thursday, and the person said, Pastor, you said this thing, oh, it is me. I just finished menstruating. I'm beginning to menstruate again. I want to declare upon your life. I will share your own testimony. I will share your own miracle. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. He said, Pastor, my neck, my back, my body pains. I nearly didn't come to church. But when you laid your hands upon me, the pains disappeared. I declare upon your life. Every declaration we are about to make is a manifest in your life. Your miracle will happen. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen. Give the Lord a jubilation. Shout in the house. He would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Verse 4. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, ha, the Lord is going to do something to shock you tonight. I said the Lord will do something to shock you tonight. Some big favor is coming your way. Lucy, some big favor is coming your way. The Lord will shock you tonight. Now, Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. Then his broken, his big English, his professional technical skills just started. Because he was an experienced fisherman. I don't know what facts are making you believe that your time is over. Do you understand what I said? Let me backtrack. I don't know what facts are making you believe your time of a miracle, your time of a turnaround, your time of a miracle, your time of a turnaround is over. But I'm here to tell you what God is telling me tonight. Your miracle is near you. I said your miracle is near you. You shall hold that miracle in the name of Jesus. Sometimes when the miracle is near you, you sleep and the enemy exchanges it. Tonight, your eyes will not be dim. You will be far awake in the name of Jesus. Nobody will take your miracle away from you. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. It's a launch out into the deep and catch a drought. Move on. And Simon answering and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night. We have toiled from January to October. If you will do something, eh? even when we got to make uh, the number of grace, it, it should have happened. What is 11? 11 is, and it is, is incomplete. When Judas died, the 12 became 11. It was an incomplete formula. So, God, November, even May, 
grace and mercy, you couldn't do anything. Even grace and oil, September, my month of manifestation, you didn't do anything. Revival fire, nothing. What are you going to do again? In we have toiled. Jesus said, Shut up. Lunch out. Lunch out. Lunch out. Lunch out. Into the deep. And then Peter said, Nevertheless, at thy word. Your unbelief is the reason you don't have a miracle. You are too logical. You are an intellectual. Simon wanted to show Jesus that I am a professional fisherman. You are a professional fisherman. You cannot walk on water. I walk on water. I am here to tell somebody, if you can believe God, if you can have faith, Tonight, you will receive your miracle. We will launch. Move on to verse 6. And when they had, they, they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net broke. This is what we call the net breaking anointing. Tonight, God will exceed your expectation. So if you came here with a small expectation, please revise. Enlarge your net. Come with a bigger net. They limited, they, you see, your, their professional skills gave them a certain level of harvest per night. But when Jesus, the miracle worker, stepped in, he exceeded their profit margin. Can I prophesy to some business people here? This year, as you put your accounts together, I don't care the state of the account now, but from now to the end of 31st, you will exceed your own target. You will break your own record. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering and rise up on your feet. Begin to pray the language of the Holy Spirit. Pray. Pray the language of the Holy Spirit. Sublindi Kabalados. Pray the language of the Holy Spirit. Move around. We're going to spend some time to pray. We're going to make some declarations tonight. Somebody pray. Get ready. We even make some declarations. Rabba Baba 
My miracle, my miracle, will locate me tonight. My miracle, will locate me tonight. My miracle, will locate me tonight. I receive it. I receive that miracle. Ha la 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 
Somebody pray. Miracle. Miracle. In that situation, receive that miracle. In that situation, whatever the enemy has meant to bring shame on your life, the Lord will turn it with a miracle. My in that mess, stretch for a miracle. That mistake will not end your life. Stretch for a miracle. 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 It's your season for a miracle. It's your season for a miracle. It visited somebody, the God of miracles. Marabo Sapala, He is coming through for you. He is coming through for you. Speak to him. Speak to him. Talk to him. Speak to him. Talk to him. If he did it for Moses, he will do it for you. If he did it for Daniel, he will do it for you. If he did it for Joseph, if he did it for Mary, he will do it for you. Somebody pray. Lift your voice and sing. 
I can't hear your voice. I can't hear your voice singing, people. Do something in my life. Something in. Come on, lift your voice. Cry to the Lord. Sing this song to Him. Rely on Him tonight.
it up, lift it up. Receiving that miracle. 